Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, for all his works are truth and his ways justice. Daniel 4:37. Dear God, thank you that you are the King of heaven. Everything you say is true and everything you do is right. Thank you that you give us good gifts and we can trust you no matter what. Please teach us more about who you are in today's story. Thank you for loving us so much. We love you too. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com slash blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. King Nebuchadnezzar turns into a wild animal. In our last story, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused to worship the statue Nebuchadnezzar set up. So he threw them into the fiery furnace, which was seven times hotter than normal. But God protected them, as they had no trace of smoke or fire on them. In this story, Nebuchadnezzar will have another dream, and Daniel will explain Nebuchadnezzar's future, as inspired by Daniel. Hi, it's Julianne Thompson, guest hosting for Julia Jeffress Sadler with the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. I'm so excited you're here with us today. Today, we're going to hear a story about King Nebuchadnezzar's second crazy dream and how his pride caused him to learn a long lesson that he never forgot about who's really in charge. Let's dive in. One night, God gave Nebuchadnezzar a dream so scary, he asked many in the kingdom to get the meaning of the dream. They could not interpret the dream. Then Nebuchadnezzar called Daniel, who was anointed by God to interpret dreams. He told Daniel, You have the spirit of gods in you that can solve anything. I had a dream that no one can interpret. Could you please explain it to me? There was a tall and mighty tree standing in the middle of the earth. Its branches had fruit for everyone to eat, and animals lived under that tree. I was admiring the greatness of the tree until a voice from heaven told me, Cut the tree and its branches down, but leave the stump. Kick the animals out and take down the fruit. Leave that tree alone for seven years, because he will live like a wild animal. He will do wild things like eat grass and be drenched in dew. It will be this way until he realizes that God is the most powerful one. God can give anyone he wants the authority to rule. Daniel, this was my dream. Please tell me what it means. Daniel was shocked. He had no words for the king. Nebuchadnezzar grew anxious and told Daniel, Don't be afraid. Tell me the meaning. Then Daniel said, My king, I wish that your enemies could receive the dream God gave you. Nebuchadnezzar, you symbolize the tree as a tall and strong ruler. The fruit is the gifts that you provide for your people. However, 
There will be a time where God punishes you. Your kingdom will be taken away, and you will live like a wild animal. You will be like this for seven years, until you are humble and recognize that God has the ultimate power over all the kingdoms of the earth. As soon as you acknowledge God, the stump of your kingdom will be restored. Please ask God to forgive your sins, and maybe God will have mercy on you. King Nebuchadnezzar did not listen to Daniel. A year after this interpretation, King Nebuchadnezzar saw his kingdom and said, Look how great Babylon is. This is because of my glory and power. I am the greatest. Immediately, a voice from heaven said, King Nebuchadnezzar, your kingdom has been taken away from you. You must leave and live like a wild animal. This will last seven years or until you apologize and say that God is the powerful ruler of all kingdoms. What Daniel had prophesied came true. Nebuchadnezzar turned into an animal with feathers and claws. He ate like an animal too, with grass being his only food. Because he didn't live in a palace anymore, he was drenched in the morning dew every day. He lived like an animal for seven years. Seven years later, Nebuchadnezzar looked up to heaven and praised God. He said, Lord, you have power over any kingdom. You give the power to rule to anyone you want. All glory and power go to you, Lord. Then Nebuchadnezzar got his kingdom back and was no longer looking or acting like an animal. God gave him authority to rule as king again. Because of this, Nebuchadnezzar was a better king after that and followed God for the rest of his days. Nebuchadnezzar learned that God will humble those who are prideful. Boy, King Nebuchadnezzar sure has a lot of crazy dreams, doesn't he? But God keeps using those dreams to give him important messages. What was the message of this dream? Do you remember? Yes! If King Nebuchadnezzar didn't start realizing that God is one who put him in charge of people and cities and soldiers and things, then Nebuchadnezzar would stop being in charge of anything until he did. Now, why do you think it was so important for King Nebuchadnezzar to understand that God is the one who's really in charge? Let's ask a different question. Why is it important for you and me to understand that God is really in charge? Well, your superpowers for one thing. What? Did you know that God gave you superpowers? Yes! You might be good at math, or you can sing beautifully, or you can run really fast. Maybe you're tender-hearted, and when other people are hurting, you hurt for them. Or maybe you like to teach, or figure out mysteries, or listen really, really well and make people feel safe. All those amazing, incredible, wonderful superpowers are gifts from God. You see, He wants our world to be the very best it can be. So He gave every person on the planet special strengths, abilities, and opportunities to help make it that way. He didn't leave anyone out. That means you are amazingly, incredibly, wonderfully important. 
God didn't make anyone else who was just like you. He trusted you with your superpower to help make the world the best it can be. And no one else can do that thing better than you. And the only way to supercharge your superpower is to remember that God is the one who gave it to you. That makes it exciting to use your gifts to help other people or invent something new or create something beautiful. You see, God didn't give you your strengths just to make you look good or for you to keep them to yourself. In the same way, he didn't make King Nebuchadnezzar a powerful ruler just to make him look good or for him to keep all that power to himself. God wanted him to use his position as king to help make the world the best it could be. And as long as Nebuchadnezzar proudly thought his control over people and cities and soldiers and things was his alone, he couldn't do that. But when he lost all of his power and lived outside like an animal for seven years, he discovered whose power he depended on to live. God's. He remembered that the strongest, smartest, bravest, kindest, and most truthful people in his court were Jews who loved God. And that when no one else could tell him his dream, Daniel, a Jew who loved God, could. And when he got mad and threw three Jewish boys who loved God into a blazing hot fire, nothing happened to them. In fact, a fourth person, like God, walked in the fire with them. For years, King Nebuchadnezzar had been learning about the Lord from Jews who loved God. Now he finally met the Lord himself. And when he did, he said, I bless the Most High, and I praise and honor him who lives forever. For his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom from generation to generation. And whoosh! His superpower came rushing back, and so did his kingdom. King Nebuchadnezzar, the most powerful world leader of the time, got to help make the world the best it could be because he told everyone that there was someone more powerful than him, the Lord, the God Most High. I'm so glad you joined me for today's story. Come back next time to hear what happens when a floating hand writes a mysterious message on a wall in Babylon. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Had a blast with our podcast? Share the fun with a loved one and help us reach more kids and parents. Thank you for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. 
You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.